everyone, hello and welcome to another week of Soap Secrets. Now joining me today is Claire Rugg because Victoria Wilson has had the audacity to go on annual leave, which is absolutely, frankly, unacceptable, isn't it, Claire? It is, it is. <laughs> um, so we're going to do our level best to uh, bring you all the Holby gossip um, as we as we can. Um, so, Claire, we've got Oliver Valentine back. I mean, it's a bit of a shock, isn't it? I mean, he we last saw him in Holby in something like 2018. Yes, yes. So 2018 was the last time we saw him. Um, and uh, actually, it was the shooting. So, so um, last week when he came back, um, Hanson's friend was trying to get Hanson to mentor Oliver Valentine. Now, um, back in 2018, for those of you that can't remember, um, there was a big shooting and Hanson's son, Friedrich, Friedrich um, actually shot Oliver in the head. Now, this was a ma- this is a big thing for a doctor to be shot in the head. It's a big, sh- big thing for anyone. And he was told he was told lots of things. He was certainly told he would never practice medicine again. And so, three years on, we have seen Oliver really, really, really put himself through recovery, and um, and he's done lots and lots of things to to get him to a place where he he now is he, he now wants to go back to being a surgeon, Hannah. So this is this is really good, but. You know, for Hanson and Oliver, there's all this underneath. There's there's this sort of unfinished business. You know, it was Hanson's son, Friedrich, who shot mm. Oliver. Ha- you know, and also Oliver's coming back to Holby where it happened. Yeah. So there's, it's 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 going to be very interesting to see how we play it. And as you as you and also, you know, like. I love Oliver. He he's he's got a lot in his past. He's quite a ladies' man, Hannah. Very big ladies' man. He did actually have a kiss with Jack at one point. I love the way these paths all cross and then they sort of just suddenly return. Yes. So so one of the things um, that um, uh, Oliver did was he he cheated in one of his medical exams and he swapped papers out with his sister making penny his sister have to redo a year and so he actually he wasn't a fully qualified doctor and you know hansen found out and continued to let him practice so this is this is very interesting so it's on hansen as well that's really bad i think it's really it's a bit scary isn't it really scary it's really scary so so he has a he has a run-in with a vandal um on aau this week um and uh, you know this vandal actually has spray painted the the memorial to the people that died in the shooting and so obviously this is a big thing for for oliver but we see him shout massively have a real temper tantrum at this this vandal who had no idea how how momentous this this memorial was and so you know is he is he stable enough to come back and mentor under Hanson? And is he stable enough to face his demons in Holby, Hannah? Well, yeah. I mean, the cracks are uh, the cracks are going to show, aren't they? Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. And and you know, running alongside as well as the Josh storyline, he's really pushing himself in areas of his life, isn't he? He is. Now, um, you know, he's an F one on a very busy ward. We all know doctors are. F- you know, worked off their feet. So add to that the stress, and and he's got stress of having two premature twins that are still in hospital. That's massive stress. Anyone that's had that will know, you know, massive stress. So I don't know how he's doing. I don't know how he's doing his job as an F1 on Darwin and spending his nights sleeping in a chair looking at his, his lovely twins. His, his, his partner 
and is is handling a lot better than him and um he he's he's taking caffeine pills oh no you think you think as a as as somebody working in a hospital that they would just sort of know that's just not what you should be doing. But I guess at these times you see so many people broken in those early days and you know, of course, you know, he's got quite a background, hasn't he? And and, and we kind of see Josh's mum recognising that that perhaps is something that's coming back to bite him, that's yes. returning. Yes. So we do we do learn something sinister. I'm not going to spoil it for you, Hannah. Um, what actually he he um, what actually suffered from in the past. Uh, he is running a lot as well. He's not eating. Uh, his mum says you look gaunt. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how he's continuing to do massive runs, work as an F1 on Darwin and um, and, and be be very worried and, and, and sit sit at night with his, his lovely Prem twins. So it's going to be interesting to see where this, this story goes. Yeah, and of course, um, last week as well, um, Max was absolutely floored, wasn't he, by, by Lucky's request to help her die last week. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is, this is um, you know, Max... And Kylie, they don't really handle this particularly well. So poor Lucky, um, she's tetraplegic. And so she's stuck in a hospital where she used to work with people who she used to um, advise and work with, giving her bed baths, feeding her, changing dressings, checking her for bed sores. This is... This this is just you know this is you know, she has some pride and it's it's really taken a toll on her mentally as well and um, you know I don't think Max has really thought this through because she asks Kylie to spend some quality time with her like taking her around the car park on a sunny day is really going to to solve anything Hannah it's not is it? <laughs> it's not really not when you're in that situation I mean the thing is is that she's in the darkest place at the moment because. You know, you know that happening to anyone is just absolutely awful, and you can't see past it. But the person has to live with it, I think, for a while to see whether it's something that they can live. I mean, at the end of the day, you you can't help anyone to die. That is illegal. You know, <laughs> that's the bottom line, right? But um, I was quite shocked with that. Shocked at this. Uh, you know, Max Max really has made some basic mistakes, and lucky this picture of um, of her with surrounded by people, and it's the f- and. Um, Kylie has taken a picture of her and Lucky in her chair when she had her out in the sunshine and it's the first time that Lucky has seen herself in the chair and it was just sort of shoved at her and it's that's a that was a that you know and she she reacted very badly to it because of course she would it's the first time she's seen herself you know in this position not as a as a, a person that can walk and and um you know, blow her own nose and go to the toilet by herself. You know, this is very shocking, isn't it? Yeah, it is shocking. It is shocking. It's um, it's a, it's a very difficult storyline to tackle. And um, you know, so far I think they're doing it really well. Right. Well, that is our best on Holby in the absence of Victoria. Thank you, Claire. And we're going to now move to Casualty, which we know lots about. But this week, um features two of your favourite doctors, I believe, Claire. It does, it does. I'm allowed to have favourites. Um, and I've got a soft spot for both of these, Hannah, a big soft spot. So <laughs> I'm going to talk first of all about Dylan. Now, I know Dylan doesn't have great people skills, let's be honest. I'm not sure he has any people skills, but he's currently acting clinical lead after Connie left. Um, and I'll be honest with you, Hannah, it's not a job he's really enjoying. So um, when Hanson, now Hanson, we've just talked about Hanson in, in Holby, he's 
talked about in casualty because he's head of the hospital, but we don't actually see him. Mm. Um, so um, he gets um, HR's Miss Case to offer Dylan the full-time role and, and he, he declines it. He says, no, I'm not doing this. I don't know why, Hannah, because quite frankly, he has a very nice office and I think that office comes with an executive washroom. <laughs> I'd be saying yes. Yes, I would say yes with an executive <laughs> washroom, wouldn't you? What's not to love? <laughs> I don't think they should give people, you know, bonuses. I think they should give them the key to the executive washroom. I think that's a lot more. <laughs> it's worth a lot more, isn't it? It is. It definitely is. So, um, so he says no, no. He's he, he just doesn't want to do it. It's too much hassle. There's a, you know, it's a lot to organise. It's a busy ED department. But then he sees Stevie, who we know has it in for Ethan because mm. of what happened to her sister Emma trying to get the dirt on Ethan. Now, now Dylan knows that Stevie doesn't like Ethan. What he what he doesn't know is why. So, um, and will he step up and accept the job to protect? his friend Ethan mm. we'd have to wait and see because you know if Steve because Stevie is in is second in line to get the job and if Stevie got the job she would make she would make Ethan's life hell yeah exactly watch this space and there's not the only thing going on is there in no. this week because a couple of weeks ago we saw Rash get in over his head um, with his best friend's sister Hafsa because she told him that she was a youth worker when instead she was actually a drug gang recruiter I mean yes. honestly you couldn't make this up could you, you couldn't. Um, but this week she turns up at Rash's house and asks him to take in Rayan who is between placements but there's a twist here, isn't there? Not a twist, but then something yes. happens. Yes. So we all know that that Hafsa isn't who she says she is and that she's quite cold and calculating and evil, I would even say. And she's got Rayanne and he, she's, he is one of her, one of her drug gang, one, one of these kids, young teenagers that um, she's, she's, she's using to, to run drugs. And... Um, so he, she just says he's between placements and can Rash take him? I mean, and Rash is put on the spot a bit and he says yes. He doesn't know this guy. Mm. I mean, he could rob him blind. He could do all sorts of things. Yeah, of course he could. Of course he could. I mean, it's just madness. <laughs> Rash says, hey, I've got to go into work. Here are the keys to the flat. And Rayan says, oh, well, I've got to go out anyway because Hafsa's just called him and says, you know, to, you need to meet me down by the railway station and um he's later he's stabbed he's later stabbed rayan and so they so hafsa and ran get him uh, get back to rash's house and say you must help us you must help us and rash says well i can't help you here we need to do this this and this because it's quite a he's bleeding profusely hannah um you know uh, yeah i know <laughs> It's not one for it's not one for me, is it, Claire? This this episode. <laughs> um, you know, I, I need to I need to do a scan on him because this could have you know the knife could have pierced all sorts of things. So so they get him to the hospital and Rash again agrees to lie and not tell the police. And later we see Hafsa make a call and say, she says we've got a doctor in our pocket. That's a bit of a cliffhanger right there, isn't it? Yeah. And that's where we're going to leave you, folks. That's it. Until next week. <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm sorry to tell you that, but it is. We will be back and we will tell you what's happening next. <laughs>